Well, good morning, fellow plebes, underlings, serfs of the kingdom of America. Ever think about that? Like, you know, you look at, we're watching the world, right? I mean, you know, a lot of you have always been kind of focused on this shit, but I, I find it kind of fascinating that, uh, you know, we're talking about France, Germany, Ukraine. These countries deserve sovereignty. Now, if you study the Constitution, Arizona is a country. The state you live in is a country. Because they always use the word states and countries synonymously. You can find that in the Constitution. Just all you got to do is spend a minute looking. So we're worried about Ukraine's sovereignty. And my country is Arizona. Doesn't really give a fuck about Ukraine. Any more than maybe uh, Belarus cares about Ukraine. Maybe Belarus has ties to Russians. And kind of like them. They're like, well, we're not going to join into this little pissing match and sanctions against a, a fellow country. See, because Russia is a country that absorbs most of a continent, just like we call America a country. But America is actually more like the European Union. It is a union, a compact of many states or countries. And with Ukraine wanting to join the EU would be like, oh, I don't know, years ago when Alaska joined the United States. It was a compact. So really, what does your state really care about fucking my state even, you know? I mean, I remember when Mitt Romney was uh, in charge of fuck, Massachusetts or whatever place he was the governor of for a while and they had universal health care it seemed to work because there was enough money in that state and they were able to provide it on some level i don't think it was like you know you know total care like some countries do but the country of massachusetts had pretty much a a health care for their country oh National health care in the country of Massachusetts, just like national health care in Germany, the country of Germany. We need to kind of get that in our head, really. We need to see that our states are only joined together by a compact or a contract which created The Constitution, you know, because before the states got together in, in a room, basically, and created the contract that, that created the product of the Constitution, there was just us states. And then that Constitution in its, in its form then laid out a federal government and how it would protect us and all that. 
So you really have, you know, again, we the people or the states that got together and created a constitution by contract law. And that constitution outlined the federal government. We the states were independent countries and created a, a compact called the constitution. And in that then got laid out a federal government. So it's at the very, 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 very bottom of the power structure. And it gets its authority by we the people or the, the countries that created it. And, uh, and it was limited. I don't know. In general, Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, those crazy atheists, do in the name and by the authority of the British crown. Is that what that says? No. You see, in the authority of the good people was a spit in the eye to the king, because when you live in a kingdom, the people have no authority. The king carries all the authority. And so now the people are saying, hey, because we are created by God, by the authority of the supreme judge of the world, we, are, we now hold the power to declare because some things are self-evident that we are created by our creator. And we can declare without the authority of the king that we are independent. So... That by the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare, see we didn't become independent, we published and declared it, that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states. Now that tells us there's a difference between a colony and a state, right? A colony is not free and independent. A colony can do nothing without the permission of the king. A state, however, is free and independent. But what does that mean, this word state? So go now to the rest of the, that last paragraph. Remember we left off in the last slide with free and independent states. And now we say that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connection between them and the what? State of what? Great Britain. See, that word state is not simply synonymous with North Carolina, Delaware, or Rhode Island. That word state is synonymous with Great Britain, France, and Spain. We did not create North Carolina, Rhode Island, or Delaware as subsets of a union. We created 13 independent sovereign countries. How do we know that? Because that's what it says. And that ought to be totally dissolved and that as free and independent states, they have. Who is the they? The states. This is the power that the states have. Full power to levy war, conclude peace, uh, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states like Great Britain, France, and Spain may of right do. Every state ever created was created as an independent, free country. Now, I don't know much about the European Union, but it was a similar kind of compact. And, and just like the federal government has become overbloated and power-hungry, 
I think so is the EU. And so I want everybody to think about it that way because somebody posted a, a, a meme on uh, Facebook during Flag Day and they said, my flag has 50 stars. And I know the guy, I've known him for like a long time, way back in the 70s. Um, and so I put, mine has one. And then I posted a picture of the, the Arizona flag. And I go, I'm not trying to be a dick here. I'm just saying, you know, I'm sovereign. You know, my state is sovereign. And, and it's funny that we have lost sight of all these words because of, you know, <clears throat> the bastardization of the English language over the years. And, you know, we don't know how to use words. And it's cute on Facebook and when you're texting because it's a lot easier to go WTF than to write and type out what the fuck. Because I hate typing. I don't even like texting. Unless I'm, I'm talking to my phone and it's, you know, speech to text is working okay. You know, so, and then I still have to go back and edit it all because it's screwed up. You know, sounds like Joe Biden talking. Maybe he writes his uh, <laughs> teleprompter from uh, voice to uh, text. And that's why it's all. Anyway, and so, Omnibaba, once in the moon, said that, you know, and that would kind of explain Biden's inarticulate speech patterns, even though he's an imbecile and senile. Maybe the teleprompter, <laughs> he just talks into the phone what he wants to say, or even somebody smarter than him, and then it gets all fucked up. And then they just, they don't even check it because I don't have time to do that. So just because we have allowed words to lose their meaning does not mean that they did. Just like in your contract with your mortgage. It's a 30-year contract. Things change in 30 years. And if you want to change them, you have to go to the parties involved, which is you and the mortgage company and maybe a couple lawyers. Those are the parties to the contract. The, the loan amortization and all the loan documents are the products of that contract. And you could say your house as well, but that was also a product. But you had to put together this agreement before you could move in. And so if you want to change that, like you're, hey, I lost my job, I'm really screwed here, I can't even pay, you know, $20 more a month on my payment. In fact, I can, I can, I can make the payment maybe $100 less and not go bankrupt. And then they might all go, okay, that's fine, yeah. And then they, they amend the contract. Well, in America, we amend the Constitution. We don't do it all willy-nilly. And courts don't do it. It has to be an amendment process, and it needs to be followed. And that's what we agreed to as the parties of the contract when it was created 247, 48 years ago. Not really good at that. Can't remember. So we need to all keep track of what's going on. So, you know, Ukraine is Ukraine. It's a country. 
It's a very, you know, it's about the size of Texas, if you really want to put it in perspective. You know, some of these countries out there, like Cyprus, they're, they're smaller than my county. They're kind of almost smaller than a, a large city, but they're called a country. They want to be recognized as a country. They have their own tiny military. They have their own way of doing government. They have their own parliament or laws or courts or, or whatever they need to run it. And it's like a city. It's not any bigger than Phoenix or well, LA. That's huge. So we've, we've forgotten all this. See, and, and, and it's allowing us to be led around by the nose ring that our masters have, have, have placed in our news to pull us around. It's like, come on, plebe, this way. And we forget that we, we are in charge. They don't lead us. We direct them. But I'm not going to beat that, beat that dead horse because it's not going to change ever. It won't change until it collapses. That's the way of the worlds forever. You know, it's, you can teach your children all you want, but eventually they're going to move out. You're going to be an empty nester. You're going to downsize. America refuses to downsize. We don't want to give our states, our 50, you know, countries, sovereignty. We don't want to recognize that they're in charge because the minute the federal government does that, the federal government loses all power. It loses its power to overtax, to overspend, to overregulate, you know, to come into our, 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 our countries, basically. Like, so, can the European Union, as a body, wherever that's, I think, in Stockholm or wherever those yo-yos all hang out mostly, or maybe it's in Europe, uh, not Europe, uh, Britain or United Kingdom or whatever. They can't just go in and start drilling for oil in Ukraine or, or getting all their wheat and putting it on boats and taking it to Stockholm. Because <laughs> they're countries. That's an act of war. But we've, we, we created a federal government that now turns around and says you can't drill. You can't build a pipeline. You can't grow this. You can't do that. And it's it's a, a lot of it falls back on interstate commerce because it's you know like you have to treat other other countries similar. You 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 know they they all live here. It's like in the European Union. You can kind of go around in areas there where they're not just batshit crazy and hate other countries, but you know they accept you know, the passports a lot of times and the, and the rules and they don't sit there and look at your license plate and go, oh, yeah, I see you're from Belarus. Um, see our gas sign up there? Belarusians pay $2 more a liter. Well, why? Well, we don't fucking like you. That's why. See, and that's what the interstate commerce clause or the commerce clause was created to do. And if you want to watch a really good movie, even though it's kind of fucked in the end, it's called The Jack Bull, like the name Jack and Bull. I think it was one word, though. It had John Cusack in it. And, uh, you know, where he lives, the territory, they're trying to achieve statehood. He doesn't care. He's a small rancher and just, you know, wants to be left the fuck alone. So he goes through another 
area, and because this statehood thing's going on now, some asshole bigger rancher won't let him go through his property, which he's done for years and years, and just fathered it. And so he wants a toll, and so rather than get all mad, he's just, you know, it's like, fine, keep these horses, and when I come back, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up my horses. They're like, okay. He goes, uh, you know, part of this deal is I want you to take care of my horses and, and, and keep them fed and clean. Well, you know, months later when he comes back, the horses are basically starving. They're all grungy. They've been overworked and they got mud all over them. And these were nice horses. These were cutting horses, you know, if that's what they called them back then. So it turns into a big shit storm. And, uh, you know, because there was no commerce, you know, clauses with the territories and stuff like that, um, you know, he had to fight it out with the guy. I won't tell you, you know, the ending or the spoiler alert and all that, but, you know, it, it eventually gets resolved. Eventually that area becomes part of a state. And, you know, it wouldn't have happened, you know, if all that would have tried to happen three, four years later. But, you know, it didn't. So they created, you know, the, the federal government and, and the Constitution and these commerce clauses to, to keep everybody more homogenous. Not to lose their, their country's identity, like Arizona's identity, but just to, to make it fair so people could travel to and from, just like you could drive from Belarus to Lithuania or whatever the fuck choose to do. You know, Belarus, or you could go to Ukraine. They're all right there. Now, nobody wants to go to Ukraine right now because it's a fucking war zone. And that's fine. And, you know, Germany is pushing for, you know, Ukraine to be, you know, to be allowed into the European Union and to uh, become NATO. Well, of course, the Germans, you know, want the Nazis protected because the fucking Nazis were created in Germany. So it all makes sense when you look at it. And then there's a European Union trying to hold it together. But see, the European Union isn't like Big Brother in America. And that was because when we, the American people, and our military-industrial complex after World War II kind of set up this NATO alliance, it was really to protect Europe from Russia, which is such fucking horseshit. And you would think that most of these countries in Europe would look around and go, you know, I'd rather have Russia as an ally than fucking America. But they they won't because they've been all bought and sold into prostitution by NATO and America. But see, we should have helped European Union form like America. To where NATO wouldn't be NATO, it would just be the European Union went, okay, we just need, you know, uh, you know, 10 square blocks as a capital, like D.C., a district, and then that will become the federal government or the European government, and then we will raise taxes with all of the European Union countries, and we will let them in or not based on what they bring to the table, just like statehood conventions, you know. And then, then Europe would have its own military. It would be exactly like a photocopy of America, but over there. 
and then we wouldn't need to go protect them because they don't need to come protect us, right? Because they've, you know, kind of created their own military. Now, in America, see, we're not supposed to have a standing army. I know that irritates a lot of my friends that are, you know, ex-military or whatever. But I'm sorry, that's the Constitution. If you swear to uphold the Constitution, then you need to hear these bad words and go, fuck, he's right. You know, a standing army was one thing that even General Washington didn't like the idea of because he knew the danger of it. And now we see the danger of it and for not heeding the prophecies of those that wrote the Constitution because it was based on the Magna Carta and 700 years of English constitutions because, yeah, they actually had constitutions. And, and then it was boiled down into a pure form and one of those forms was no standing army because he saw what the kings had always done. They, they slowly corrupt the military, build it all up and say, hey, you're on our side. Come over here and hang out. And then they did because whoever's buttering their bread is where they're going to go hang out and eat dinner. So that could have happened if America wasn't so sneaky and motherfucking conniving. But I think we knew that. We knew that if European Union had got together like America and started getting their shit together and working cohesively as a giant team like the United States was doing, then they might, you know, become a big power. And then there was Russia and China. And then, you know, they could have done the same thing kind of in, you know, African countries. But no, we don't want that. See, we want to be the big dog on the fucking porch. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with being the big dog if you have teeth. And we used to, but we don't anymore. But it was all done for personal gain, for corruption, for graft, this, the skimming of profits from all the states. And then as they did it, they got more powerful. Well, of course they did. You know, if you're taking 10% of the money from every one of the states and you're doing it consistently... You amass quite a fucking fortune. And then you go, we need an army. I think that was uh, Lincoln and, you know, when he built up more of a standing army for the Civil War. Because states were like, hey, fuck you. And see, that would be like countries like England's, you know, with Brexit going, hey, fuck you. You know, and it kind of happened, but it didn't. Because, you know, you know, if you're going to play with the big dogs, you need to have big teeth. And. English teeth are always bad anyway, so. So you can see what's going on around the world and uh, how, we're, how we're being fucked. We're being played. And, and, and the federal government, I, I don't care, has no authority over our states and our sovereignty and we the people, especially you and I. And it's not going to change. See, that's why I keep saying it's not going to happen. It's not going to change because, well, we saw what happened when a bunch of Americans wanted to go into the Capitol building, which is our fucking building. We built it. That building stands because we're a country built by we the people and the states. And that building is just a fucking rental from us. It's like here, federal government. We'll build you a really cool thing called a Capitol and you can rent it. In fact, we'll do it for free because we like you. And now look what's happening. And when people talk about, oh, Trump, Trump might get back in. Trump has done nothing to help those people on January 6th. He was there. 
didn't stop it then when he, you know, maybe the Capitol Police and some of the military would have went, hey, Trump, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, don't do what we're being ordered to do by Pelosi? Yeah, I don't like that cunt anyway. Okay. No. So he did nothing. Now his argument is, I'm standing back so I can't be blamed for any of that because I want to run again. Oh, so your virtues and your values are predicated on maybe getting into the White House again. What the fuck for? So I watched the Oath Keepers tuck tail and fucking run, pissing down their legs during the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Lavoy Finnegan murder. That's what it was. They, they were there to have us back, support the American dream and the way of life and be an Oath Keeper. Right up until the federal government, who has no authority, and the FBI said, stand down, get out, or we'll take away your precious 501c3, and we'll raid your list, and we'll harass all your members. And they're like, we better do that for the good of the, of the group. Oh, what about the good of the group called the American people? I don't even want to hear about it anyway. So we have lost sight and focus of what it means to be an American. We all think we know what it means. Like, well, you know, you salute the flag and you're like on flag day and you put your hand over your heart and you, you have all this flag etiquette. Fuck that flag. That was a flag created by the 50 states. And I don't care what any crybaby fucking flag etiquette whiner has to say. The, the state flag should be on top. I, don't, I haven't looked at the European Union lately, but I know every country flies their own flag. And I think if there's a, a European Union flag, that thing looks like a fucking car insignia or whatever the fuck that is. Um, I don't think that flies on top. I'm going to look into that because I could be wrong. But either way, it doesn't really matter because I'm not wrong. The state flag should be on top. We created that little flag underneath us. It's like, we the states are mommy and daddy, not the federal government. And because mommy and daddy put breath in your lungs and gave you life, does not mean you set on top ever. We're the patriarchs. Maybe that's why they hate the patriarchal structure, you know, because then it, it would make people actually, well, thinkers go, wow. That's kind of like America and the states and then the people. Oh, my God. I never thought of that. Well, of course you didn't. I'm seeing a lot of military equipment heading north. Big convoys. There's, there's you know, Fort Huachuca. I've been seeing that for years. But I was thinking, you know, they're talking about diesel shortages, diesel engine oil shortages, and DEF shortages. And I'm sure there's a lot of huge fucking, you know, trucking companies out there. But they're not as big as the federal government. Oh, my God. We have built up a fucking Leviathan. So if you wonder how many diesel engines are there encompassed in the entire United States federal government bureaucracy, the standing army, the ATF, the DEF, the fucking alphabet soup, Homeland Security, they all got MRAPs and all this fucking shit 
bulletproof, armored, up-armored, massively armored things that run on diesels. You don't think that all these shortages aren't really shortages at all? It's just all the supply is being commandeered by the federal government. Because, like, I listen to Mike Adams, and he's got a good point. You know, a lot of the people, because he makes, you know, food. You know, ranger buckets, dehydrated food. And uh, most of it is super high quality if you're into eating plants and horse shit like that. But they're super high quality. And he knows people that, you know, are in that same industry. Just like I know people that are my competition, but I know them. I've, I've been at restaurants and sat down and talked to them for a while. They're, they're, they're friends. They're people. I don't hate them because they're my competition. Actually, I like competition. He says that, the, you know, someone from the federal government will come in and say, we want to buy your next year's supply, all of your buckets, dehydrated, whatever. And you can't tell anyone this is happening, but you'll be paid. You'll be paid well, and you'll just tell people it's a supply chain issue. Now, if you have supply chain issues, you let us know. We'll make sure you have everything you need because we're the federal government. And many companies have done that. I mean, look at ammo. When there was an ammo shortage and you couldn't fucking an ounce of gold would maybe buy an ounce of ammo, you know, that was the federal government buying up billions and billions of rounds. Remember, we all heard about that. Billions of rounds. So now you're looking at this diesel fuel shortage and, you know, ranger buckets and ammo. and oh, it, it It's not that big of a deal. I mean, yeah, it, it affects the fuck out of you if you like shooting. But, you know, the if there was a an actual ammo shortage, would all this training have been going on with the from the Homeland Security down to Billy Bob's little state um, National Guard, the police, everybody had plenty of ammo for training, lots and lots of training. But there's a shortage, Mark. How could that be? Well, see, there's not a shortage when you're the government, and it's not that they had so much ahead of time, you know, not that they don't stockpile the fuck out of everything they buy, but we couldn't get it. We couldn't train. We didn't have that kind of money. But it doesn't affect the economy that much. You know, you can have a, a dehydrated prepper supply food shortage, and that's all right. You know, there's other companies out there that haven't bought into the bullshit. You know, Patriot Supply started up, and, you know, Mike Adams, you know, uh, Health Ranger Store. They kept on going. You know, they weren't as big as maybe Weiss Food or some of the other big names that kind of just dropped off the map for a couple of years. Perhaps, just fucking perhaps, maybe, diesel fuel is now low. And we all think, well, it's because of the cost and because Biden shut down all the fucking blah, blah, blah. Well, could be, you know, up by New York, you know, way over there in the fucking East Coast crazy land. They're running out. Of, I mean, trucking companies are, are are really cutting back a lot. 
It hasn't got to the point where you go, oh, we don't ship out anything. Fuck you. But damn near. I, I mean, I think they're letting enough drip out to where they're not in our face dying of, you know, diesel dehydration. But now you have the, the DEF. You know, now that will start hurting trucking. Not that Biden administration and this cabal of American haters care. And then, you know, a lot of smaller trucking companies will probably uh, turn off or strip out their, you know, emissions part of it and, and hopefully not get pulled over. And if they're small timers, they, they might not, you know. Mexicans, uh, you know, truck drivers that come up from Mexico, they don't have any of that safety shit. They're like, whatever. And we let them ride in. But we will harass our truckers. You betcha. I'll throw them fuckers in jail just like a January fucking six terrorist. Now they got the engine oil, diesel engine oil shortage because there's only two companies that make the the ingredients to that type of oil. And and that's uh, Pennzoil and some company I can't pronounce. And that's it. And now they're, they're you know, they've declared force majeure saying we can't keep up anymore. Well, what the fuck for? You know, a week ago you were. Oh, because cause of Putin's, uh, you know, Putin's war. Yeah, no, it's fucking sanctions because our, our administration are a bunch of, you know, fucking cocksuckers. And this is all planned. And most of you see it. That disrupts the entire country's economy, our livelihoods. So it's not like, oh, I can't get bullets, but that's all right. I still had a lot from when I was a kid or whatever, you know. Oh, you can't get dehydrated food. It's like, ah, that's all right. I bought a, a freeze dryer, so I'm good. I grow my own food. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just it's just me. Everyone's fine. We still go to the grocery store and get food. Oh, can you do that when there's no diesel for farm equipment, ranching equipment, manufacturing equipment? Government won't be breaking down. Trust me. When everyone starts rioting, fucking massive fleets and convoys of military equipment with belching black diesel will come rolling up into your town and bam, fucking beat you into submission. And to say that won't happen because, well, they're military. Oh, they're part of a standing army that can't understand that they are in violation of the Constitution. And they know it because it's a good fucking job. Plain and simple. The police officer that found out his wife was in Uvalde's school there, you know, and had been shot, called him. And he went there to get her out of there. And the police on scene detained him, disarmed him, and made him stand down well first of all what a fucking pussy you think you'd go you're right bob thanks thanks for talking me off the cliff walk back to your car act like you're going home get another 10 guns gun up with some of your fucking neighbors and go in the back door and kill that fucking shooter but no and then the police that that detained him they're the same government employees that just were for the city government that's incorporated by the, the fucking states and the feds, you know. You've lost all, you know, fucking, what do you call it, representation. Forget that fucking pipe dream. 
So you're sitting there watching these cops detain another cop because he wants to go in and save his wife, who they probably all know and had dinner with before in barbecues, following orders. So when them diesel fucking convoys roll up into your neighborhood because your trucks aren't running and haven't been for a month and you can't get fucking dick, you start mouthing off and they will roll up in there, set up a FEMA camp and beat you into submission while their diesels belch out black smoke because they don't have DEF and all that be fucking crap in there. You know, they're just fine. You know, fuck the Green New Deal. Because they don't care. See, it's all a scam. And that's that's what you're going to wake up to and go, holy fuck. Everyone that warned against this was, was fucking right. Alex Jones, you know, Canadian prepper. Anyone that's talking about the severity of this. Because the shit's going to happen. That's that's a given. Any. Anybody can see that the shit's about to hit the fan. We might not know what kind of shit it is or how big the fan will be or how fast it'll be spinning, but we know it's going to fucking happen. But a lot of people don't realize that America that was created and the country you live in will not fight for you. At least, you know what? I don't like Ukraine. I think they're Nazis. The people are probably just as good as German people were during the Nazi war. But they're fighting, (laughs) you know, people are taking action. The Russians are fighting. They want to do something that America doesn't like. And and then once again, you know, they're running up against the brick wall called, you know, America. But they're like, fuck you. We're fighting. And then then your, your country, your country is being asked to pay a tax to fight for another country called Ukraine and give up billions of dollars when you won't even fight your own fucking country's wars. You live in a country. Defend it. Protect your border. Build your own goddamn wall. Tell the Border Patrol, here's your option. You can go back to Washington. Well, you don't live there. You live in our community here and and, and see about getting unemployment. Or you can join our our volunteer uh, Border Patrol section and, uh, Become a sheriff, become a cop, become a politician, become a carpenter, become a fucking drywaller. I don't care. But you guys are all being asked to leave. We're going to defend our own border. Why? Because this is Ukraine. This is Belarus. This is Yugoslavia. This is uh, Arizona. We're a country and we're tired of being invaded by another country just south of us. God, you know, and that, I'll wrap it up with that, that is how we are. We've already lost America. And we will lose the dirt we stand on and the sovereignty we hold dear. And our our properties, our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honors are all going to go down the toilet because we're so busy worrying about who's going to get elected for the next president of the Corporation of America. Fuck them. Fuck America and the federal government, I love the Constitution, fight for the Constitution, honor the Constitution, live and die for the Constitution, and your, your state, which is a country, not the, not the United States as a whole, as far as the federal government sees it. We need to 
break free from these shackles that hold us bound to this ideology that has been bastardized, corrupted, and whored out. We are free. My country, Arizona, should tell the federal government and the District of Columbia to go pound sand. Put together militias, get our National Guard, protect that border, stop paying taxes and letting the federal government, whoever they are, come in and drill our oil and mine our mines and do all this stuff. It's ours. Oh, fuck. I'm done with it. Anyway, um, I hope this helps you think that when you think about a standing army, you look at the, the depth of that problem. And when you say you're an oath keeper, really think about what does that mean? Because you're keeping an oath to a federal agency that has no authority. So you took an oath. Good. I took the Boy Scout oath once. Big fucking deal. They don't exist anymore the way they used to. You're an American. You live in a country called your state. And it created that federal government you swore that fucking oath to. So swear an oath to your country. The country of Arizona, the country of New Mexico, the country of Nevada, California, Mississippi, Wisconsin. That's your country. Swear your oath to that and defend it. You guys all have a great day. Talk to you later. Sorry, I got all fucking dour and pissed, but I'm pissed. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. We've made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space and we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no further. That's just my game.